For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Didici. You're listening to the news. Yesterday, President Trump announced the winding down of the coronavirus task force. Hackers targeted healthcare institutions, and New Zealand and Australia met to discuss establishing a travel corridor. It's Wednesday, May 6th. The Trump administration has announced that the nation's coronavirus task force will begin to wind down and could wrap up work by early June, with the president saying it will be replaced by, quote, something in a different form. The administration noted that it was beginning to move into phase two of the pandemic response, but that Dr. Deborah Birx and other top health officials will be included in continuing efforts. This move comes in the face of evidence that the crisis is continuing, though the president has recently distanced himself from the force, with meetings canceled and Trump's press briefings increasingly unrelated to the group's findings. Yesterday, Britain and the United States issued a joint warning against government-backed hackers targeting healthcare and research institutions seeking information about measures to control the spread of COVID-19. While the nations backing the hackers were not named in the announcement, officials stated that China, Iran, and Russia are suspected, though these governments have denied the allegations. The hackers have targeted pharmaceutical companies, local governments, and research organizations in an effort to exploit weaknesses caused by staff working remotely. Leaders of New Zealand and Australia met yesterday to discuss the establishment of a coronavirus-free travel corridor between the two nations. The proposal would allow quarantine-free travel between Australia and New Zealand in order to aid economic recovery by boosting the tourism and transport industries. Both nations have made significant progress in controlling COVID-19 within their borders, with no new cases of the virus in New Zealand for the second day in a row yesterday, and 14 in Australia between Sunday and Monday. If the corridor proves a success, it could serve as a model for the gradual restart of world travel. Yesterday, the Institute for Constitutional Advocacy and Protection, along with CASA, an immigrants' rights nonprofit, filed a federal class action lawsuit on behalf of seven children, U.S. citizens who did not receive benefits from the CARES Act because their parents are undocumented immigrants. The lead attorney on the suit estimated that millions of children in the country have been excluded from the benefits. The CARES Act provides economic aid to those who pay taxes using their social security numbers, while many undocumented immigrants use their individual taxpayer identification numbers to pay income taxes. In other headlines, Israeli airstrikes in Syria killed 14 Iranian and Iraqi fighters. Montana schools with less than 100 students could become the first to reopen after closure due to COVID-19. And the UK surpassed Italy as the European nation with the most deaths from the virus, as new cases there remain steady while falling in most southern European nations. If you're in Renfro, Georgia, you're looking at a mostly sunny day, with temperatures starting in the lower 60s and climbing to the mid-70s by early afternoon. That's all for the news today. Today's episode was produced under the 144th Managing Board of the Prince, and our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Didici. Have a wonderful day.